What's up, lads and ladettes, and welcome back to episode 96. We are four away from the century mark, um, and Ladapalooza is creeping closer and closer as we approach. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know, man. Ladapalooza, I know you, you got yourself into a bit of a weekend here. You were wrapping up before classes start, um, having a couple parties, like having some people over. What was that like? Tell me about your weekend. Man, it's been like I probably shouldn't be saying this on uh, on the podcast because like my parents listen sometimes. But it's, I think I'm like on just wrapping. It's like a, it's been a ten day bender fully. Like since like the first night, the Thursday I got to school, I took a few nights off in the middle. So I'd probably say eight rest out of the days, 10 days. Rest days is load management. Rest days, yeah. I, but I'd say eight, a solid eight out of the ten days. Um, we we were going hard. And it was nice. It's good to be out of the house. It's good to celebrate. Not only being back at school but back with your friends in the house and yeah we wrapped it up uh by having a 80s party uh 80s themed party last night or well like last day i guess it was during the day <laughs> yeah and we had we had yeah we had some friends come over everyone everyone was like killed the theme like we had everyone who who showed up in a bunch of their best 80s wear like even some people like made their hairstyles like look 80s it was great and then we just played like a lot of strictly 80s tracks had a good uh just a good all around day. Um, I forgot, like, it's been a while since I've like hosted a party or even like gone to a party. Yeah. So I, I, I just completely forgot that, uh, like when you t- tell people like come at a certain time, it, it means like oh, two hours later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so, so dangerous for the host because like you want to get going and like you want to be prepared for when people get there. So you get you started know, at the top. Yeah. You get started for the time you said for people to come at, but you yeah. like it's also knowing that they're not going to come, but also that thought in the back of your mind that they might come for that time. Yeah. So you're just like getting ready to go, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm way ahead of everyone who's getting here now. Yeah, I've already like I had already like organized the backyard, already cleaned up, already like started to drink. Yeah, prepping for like I'm like, hey, maybe like a thirty. That's minute. the most dangerous part. You start to drink yourself. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm I'm gonna prep for like an hour, an hour and a half early, like, or like I'm gonna get there like an hour and a half later. Right. Um, so I push it back, and I'm like, all right, like if I like get everything set now, then like I'll I'll just like, expect them to come like an hour and a half later. It's like no, like fully people start, started showing up probably like three p.m. When I said, like, <laughs> yeah, and you were ready to go for twelve thirty. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But it was all right. It all ended up being great. Like good turnout. I think everybody had a fun time. Um, so we got to keep the cleanup wasn't so fun, but we uh, we got to do it again. I think my house kind of was happy with how it w- went. Like everyone was a good uh, guest and not destructive. It's good stuff or, then. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's always key, especially like at a dirty. I feel like it could just get like randomly destructive. Like something could just quickly go wrong like a yeah. night party it's like usually whatever because i feel like people are going out after so like a lot of people will come to it either as a pre and then they're like okay we'll go out after or like we're here to pre and then like it could turn into just like a party but for the most part you're like it's not that bad whereas in a darty it's just like it could you never know because it's middle of the day nobody's really thinking about what they're doing at night at that point and they're just like yeah. here to get in one right here right now <laughs> There's always a figure's always a mandatory nap that needs to happen at the end of a darty, like before anything else happens. Cause like yeah. just so gas and drained. But like what we were thinking of doing is like rallying the troops, and there's this like 80s like Miami themed bar 
So you're just going to roll through with the 80s. Yeah, we were going to roll through to this bar called Streetlights in Waterloo. It was like the old Chainsaw. So if you know Chainsaw, it's, it's been rebranded as, or not, well, so the new owner had, has rebranded it as Streetlights. It's this 80s Miami-themed bar. So we wanted to get a good, good group of people uh, together, just like the friends were at the Dirty, and everybody pull up still wearing their like 80s clothes, like their costumes and shit. Right. Uh, and I and just have like the first and second years like so fucking confused. Like what the hell is going on? This like 80s squadron rolls up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that'd be a fun time. But then like we had heard through the grapevine that it had closed down and I had never been here. They just it opened. Yeah, it just opened. But apparently it shut down because the COVID police, there's some sort of like inspection going on and they didn't uh, didn't adhere to like provincial guidelines or health code or something that you'd really want your like food and drink provider to, to adhere especially to. brand new <laughs> yeah. yeah you'd think that you'd be really like on the ball and try to like keep it safe and sound for everybody but no like i have i've heard from some people to blast then i've heard like some people say that like oh it's horrible like i've, I've got my drinks stolen then i heard I, there's this talk that there's a tiktok going around about it like spreading awareness how like people were getting their drinks roofied there so I've heard everything under the sun about this place, but I, I was like kind of curious, wanted to check it out. And then I walked by it today, like after it, the plans had fallen through because it was shut down. So yeah, I walked yeah. by it today and I'm like looking in it. I'm like, okay, like part of it's outside the patio section. And I like look down and then look back up and like do a double take, look back down and there's sand all over the floor. I'm not talking a sandy floor. I'm talking the floor is sand. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, like they literally took this Miami theme to another level because I'm looking down and it's all like it, it kind of has like turf, like astro okay. turf to walk, but then under the tables, like where your feet go, yeah, and in some areas is like sand. So I don't know if you take your shoes off if you sit down out there or like what the the what's like the the thing to do. There's I don't know. No way it. you take your shoes off to sit outside. That would that's what I'm saying. So like that, I don't like, know though. But then you get yeah. sand in your shoes and like everyone yeah. knows carrying sand anywhere or like having it on you is a pain in the ass yeah it sucks it's tough to get rid of but then my thought i because I, I had never been in there before it got shut down so was there sand inside i heard there was a lot of smoke one night and like people could barely see anything like because like this fog machine was going too heavily um i've just heard i've heard everything man this place i'm kind of curious i hope that the, the ban or shutdown doesn't last too much longer because i don't think they're like done forever Right. I think there's like dance floor that just got shut down, which may also be sand. It remains to be seen, <laughs> but I'll let you I, know. I see. Okay. So I, I don't like the sand outside under the tables, but I think the sand inside would just be so unnecessary. Like it would be way too far. Like imagine you're getting ready to go to the bar that night and you're like, hmm, what shoes am I going to wear to like prevent sand from getting yeah. in them? <laughs> okay. This is the, the, this would be the only time. What would we say? North of the 49th parallel. And we found out that's not even like remotely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This would genuinely be the only bar that you could wear flip-flops to. And it would be okay. Cause it's not a bar at the beach. It's a, it's a bar in sand. Like the sand is in the bar. <laughs> They brought so, the beach to the bar. Yeah, they didn't just yeah. bring the bar to the beach. I, dude, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't um, like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. Either. I'm opposed to the sand 100%. After a, night of, yeah, after a night of dancing in there, you'd be ready to be like a receiver in the NFL with those quick feet, just like sand <laughs> resistance training all night. You'd have like the heaviest legs the next morning. You're like, oh my God, what did I do? It's like, oh, actually you did nothing. You just went to the bar and walked around in sand like did did sand training all night like that's ridiculous that's horrible it's horrible and you get into bed that night and like 
Oh, God forbid shower like before bed. Fall down at the bar, take a tumble, and then it gets all in your hair and stuff. And you wake up the next morning. It's in your shoes. It's in your socks. Oh, think about this too. In the winter, it's like all wet and muddy outside, and then people oh. bring that inside. Now the sand is all wet and gunky. Oh my god! Yeah. Let's just hope they didn't have it inside. Even if it was outside, like think about like a rain day, and someone shows up like later in the afternoon after the rain's done. Mm-hmm. They're trying to sit at the patio. Like drizzle castles or whatever those things Disgusting. are Disgusting. I don't know how you'd even like get rid of it. Do you clean it up in the winter? Do you get rid of it how in do the you, winter? Do you how do they freeze? dispose of that? Like, what does it do? Where does it go? That's a good question. Do they yeah, tarp they it? A, it's like a baseball diamond when there's a rain delay and they run out with the tarps. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I'll have to like get some more scoop. I'll have to like do some due diligence and figure out who's been there whether or not there's actually sand on the inside or is it just outside mm-hmm. and then what people think about it yeah well you're gonna have to let me know and like come back and talk about this on the pod if you actually end up going if the ban is lifted um but yeah what a weird situation that is Dude, like uh, god knows what's happening with that because the, the the theme of the bar sounds pretty cool but then like the problems with the health codes and stuff obviously kind of sucks but then just the sand thrown in there is like uh okay maybe this is really not the place to be like maybe it got shut down because of the sand it's like oh 80s miami theme huh yeah but they don't follow help oh but like it's fun huh but there's sand everywhere oh like, uh, yeah it's just like another reason to like do i like it do i shouldn't i like it is it is it not good it's a roller coaster of emotions or what is it what is that uh like what's that movie or tv show where he's like i'm in a glass case of emotion oh anchorman anchorman yes yeah anchorman. <laughs> yeah that's McGee when he's trying to figure out whether or not to go to the 80s uh 80s bar I'm in a glass yeah. case of emotion. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know what to think about it. So if you have any thoughts on streetlights and Uptown Waterloo, give me a shout. Let me know. I've heard a lot of people say it's great. I've heard a lot of people say it's horrible. I don't know what to think. Well, uh, episode 96 here. We've done these player battles at the beginning of each one. I think now's a good time. Got a little recap of McGee's weekend, his 80s party. Um, but this one, a little bit more uh, interesting competition theme here. I was trying to find some other competitions we could do. Some ones that would be fun. We're kind of, I think maybe what we'll do is at the end of this, uh, at that episode hundred, that's it. No more player battles. We'll have to figure it out more, discuss it. But even just in terms of the competitions that we're trying to figure out, we're kind of running slim. So just the numbers, the competition, the way that it's all working out. I think this kind of might be nearing the end of its life here, but episode 96, this one is going to be an interesting competition for sure. This is the 17th Street High Heel Race. So 25 contestants entered the first race outside of a bar on 17th Street on Halloween of 1986. This event takes place in Washington, D.C., obviously on 17th Street. The first ever 17th Street High Heel Race took place at midnight. It lasts one and a half blocks where contestants run to a steakhouse where they go upstairs, take a shot, then they run back downstairs and they run back to the original place that they started at. So it's essentially like a there and back, but you take a shot at the halfway mark and run back. The winner takes home a bottle of champagne and contestants dress up in their best costumes, their best drag queen costumes, essentially. They wear high heels while they run this race and uh, it's held annually. Now, not on, not anymore. It's held on Halloween. Now it's held the Tuesday before Halloween in Washington, D.C. on 17th Street. McGee. 
very interesting competition we got here. I think the main concept costumes aside is the ability to run in high heels, run upstairs in high heels, take a shot, handle that liquor, and then run back downstairs and run back down the street between these two competitors. So it's just a straight up one V one. Here's our competitors. Drafted in the first round, 10th overall in the 2015 NHL draft by the Colorado Avalanche. He's entering his seventh season in the NHL, playing his entire career in Colorado. Through 333 NHL games, he's totaled 129 goals and 187 assists for 316 total points, a world junior gold medalist, and a world championship silver medalist, a six foot four, 216 pound right winger from New Zion. Uh, New Zionen, Finland, Miko Rantanen. That one is a tough one to get through there. <laughs> His competitor was drafted in the sixth round, 113th overall in the 1989 NHL draft by the Vancouver Canucks. In his 12-year NHL career, he played for the Vancouver Canucks, Florida Panthers, and the New York Rangers. In 702 games played, he compiled 437 goals and 342 assists for 779 total points. A two-time World Junior Silver Medalist and a World Junior Gold Medalist. A World Championship Bronze and Gold Medalist. An Olympic Bronze and Silver Medalist. An NHL Rookie of the Year and a three-time Maurice Richard Trophy recipient. A 5'10". 187 pound right winger from Moskva, Russia, Pavel Bure. So I don't think Bure wore 96 his entire career. I'm not entirely sure. He did with the Canucks, that's for sure. Um, but Miko Rantanen, we got a six foot four, 216 pounder, and Pavel Bure, a five foot 10, 187 pounder. Essentially, the biggest. It's just not even, it's not a straight up race. So I think this changes things a little bit. They have to wear high heels. That's a huge determining factor here. McGee, who do you think takes this one between Rantanen and Pavel Bury? I don't think this one's going to be close. I think that Pavel, the Russian rocket Bury takes this one without a question. I think he's smaller. I think he's more nimble. I think the guy's proved his elite footwork time and time again. Uh, I just think that the guy is more experienced he's man i don't know i feel like those russians are, are, are nuts he's probably had a just a crazy drunken night where he ended up in high heel he probably knows how to run in high heels <laughs> yeah. just because yeah the russians are nuts i could completely see pavel Bered dominating this competition that being said i don't know man I don't like I I you know what? I'm gonna stick with I'm just gonna stick with Beret. I'm sticking with Beret. I just think his like skating ability and his his nimbleness and agility. Yeah. Uh and it's just he's he high heels are nothing for him. He's yeah, I'm I'm rocking with you on Beret. I think he was so fast too when he was in the NHL. Like I don't think Rantanen's natural speed can catch up. And I don't think there's anything that the high heels can do to hinder Pavel Beret. I think if anything, they they slow down Rantanen more than they would Beret. You like he's just so big and, and heavy and long that those high heels may just really, really throw him off. Both these guys are used to wearing like small blades on their feet and being elevated from the ice. But I think that high heels is a completely different factor. And then even if the high heels are, let's say they're just equivalent to like wearing skates for these guys, like hmm. I think Bat Beret is just too fast for Ranson. I don't think yeah. he can keep up. And then having to take that shot, 
like that is money in the bank for Pavel Burry. Like that's so easy for him. He's throwing it down and just gone. It's water to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's Pavel Burry all day long. I think it's just still so cool. That the guy just retired from hockey after finishing over a point per game in the NHL and just been like, uh, never putting skates on again. <laughs> yeah. That's it for me. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. That is a pretty way, good way to go up. Isn't that like what uh, Paul Korea did? Like he retired from hockey and was just like, never even thought about the game again or something. Something like that. I'm pretty sure he just like lives a really low key lifestyle. Yeah, good for him. Good for yeah, these guys. I honestly don't know what this guy's up to. Didn't he release like a Players Tribune article like a while ago about how like he struggled for a bit with like not his identity, not knowing who he was after hockey. I don't know. Maybe um, I, could, I could be completely. Yeah, wrong. actually, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure he did release some kind of article. I have to. I, just, have I to yeah. research that. I just remember that it was like a long time and people were kind of making a big deal out of it because like no one had heard of him in like forever. Yeah. He just disappeared. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'll have to look it up and see if I can read that article from Paul Korea, but there you go. In episode 96, 17th street, high heel race, essentially a drag queen race. When winner of this one, Pavel Burry landslide. I think he's just too fast, too nimble, too agile. The Russian, the Russian rocket, like this guy is just a machine. I, I think that he you're right. Like he, he just takes this one too easily. So there you go. Episode 96, champion of our player battle, Pavel Burry. We only got a few left here. I think we got like 97, 98, and then 99, I think is just going to be very similar to the 87 episode where it's just lock of the century. Like, I don't even know if we can like put anyone against him. I think we might just have to run through there's it like no, we did for Crosby. Who's going to be Jay Crowder against the great one? Like there's no, <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way. Yeah, it's it's... Congrats. We'll figure that one out when we get there. What we do, do a little special something for uh, for the gray one. But McGee, I do want to ask because you did make a group for the 80s party and then you yeah. put in there this funny message regarding a pants off party. And I yeah, need hey. a clarification <laughs> on what you were talking about. Dude, okay. So I, I was just, uh, I was kind of in one and like I, I had posted, I had made a few posts prior to that. Yeah. Uh, let me just go back in time and see what I could say on Facebook. I honestly couldn't even tell you right now what I said. 80s jam. Let's go. Throw the thing. <laughs> so the first, the first post I, I, uh, I make, I'm like, Hey everybody, I'm pretty drunk right now. And this is completely unrelated to tomorrow's event, but would a pants off dance off theme be something yeah, that's interested what it in is. for a future Brighton event? And people are like, yeah. And then they go just, like, just to clarify, this isn't some Harold and Kumar bottomless party nonsense. Just no long sleeve pants. All right. So what I meant by that is just like, don't wear like long sleeve pants. Just wear the creative shorts, I guess. is like, just okay. no pants, no pants. And then someone replies to me, Victoria Hunt, who hooked us up with the Mosey guys for that uh, interview. She yeah. replies, long sleeve pants. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny way to describe it. You could have just said shorts and then you threw in long sleeve pants. Yeah, I needed to. I needed to, to, to throw in the long sleeve pants. And then the second one I just said, I had another post, that, which is probably why people came three instead of whatever. Because I, I probably just made my own bed. Then I had to yeah. lay in it. Because I yeah. said, could just be me, but I think a lot of us are uh, underestimated Friday night. I'm battling this morning. So let's not be heroes and push this, th- this thing back a bit. Noon, noon was too ambitious anyways. So I aim to come for 1230 to one. And you know what yeah, they say? You Give did. an inch you and they take yourself. a mile. So I think they saw yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes and now 30 minutes, three hours. Sounds good too. Yeah. That was a quick translation of like 
don't be here. Everyone reading that was like, don't be there for 1230. Like we're showing up later than that. That's yeah. yeah, Way she goes, I guess. But yeah, Yeah. you definitely did set yourself up for that one. I I think so too. I mean, there's only, again, I'm, I'm honestly not even that upset that it happened. I just like, I just wish I knew. I just wish. Yeah. Yo, you know, what's actually was good for your party though. The weather changing because you guys were definitely able to rock like more like you're able to wear more things because it's not too hot outside like did you have a problem like you were wearing like a full denim fit was it too just a little sweaty or what yeah you know it honestly wasn't too bad at all um i was a little nervous because the previous couple of days had been really humid and a little bit like rainy so right it wasn't great but then saturday cleared right up the weather was like sunny but like kind of cool good breeze coming through um, so, I mean, we, I could get away with like a denim jacket and jeans, no problem. Scotty Wyatt, OG Latin launcher, was wearing like a full on like Marty McFly fit. He had like saw, so yeah. many layers. He had like his white t shirt and then like a plaid button up and then like a jean jacket on top of that. And then like a full on like North Face vest over the jean jacket. Yeah. This guy was like fully layered, but I don't think he, he even got too hot. Like I, I think he maybe at one point like took off the vest, but uh, I'm pretty sure he was he was kind of okay with it too. Yeah, it is a good time of the year for this though, especially darties, because I feel like it's good to be able to like go outside and have a darty because it's nice weather where you're not cold, but like you don't have to worry about the fact. Just strictly talking darties is like. You don't have to worry about the fact of getting too hot. Like if you were to throw a summertime dirty and you don't have a pool or anything, yeah. people are just going to be sweating it out, like battling in the heat, trying to get inside. Whereas now you get like 20 degrees, maybe a little bit of a breeze. Like you could wear pants, you could wear shorts, t-shirts, pants, t-shirt, shorts, hoodie, whatever the case is, but you can just like comfortably enjoy being outside which is perfect yeah it's like room perfect just do your thing yeah and this is good time of the year too because i don't know if you guys had any kind of setup going on but like you can get throw on like college football on saturdays and then nfl football on sundays and then we're baseball still going on we're approaching playoff baseball we're getting ready for uh hockey to come back basketball shortly after like it's a good time for sports the weather is pretty nice it's not too hot like you can go to the bar and they've got sports on tv it is primo time of the year honestly i love the summer because i personally love the heat and I never really find it like too hot. Like for me, I just, it's like, whatever, like it's hot. Tan. Just, <laughs> yeah, just get tan, like, and just enjoy the weather. Um, I, I will never complain about the heat, but like, this is a probably the next best time of the year for me. Like, I love this time of the year. Dude, you're, you're talking about, uh, about basketball and all these sports being back. I want to specifically talk about basketball because last year I was in my fantasy basketball league. Yeah. For the first time, the first time I ever did fantasy basketball. Yeah. And I got so into it and I found my favorite player in Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> yes. It was yes. just an incredible ride from start to finish. So you best believe that I'm getting right back into the fantasy basketball this year. Are you taking, are you taking part in any fantasy uh, leagues? Yeah. So I want to do fantasy uh, basketball and hockey again, the basketball Okay. So obviously I've done hockey like every year, pretty much. I love the fantasy hockey. Hockey is like my thing. That's what I'm most into. Uh, fantasy basketball is fun because you never really get guys that you just like don't know. 
necessarily like unless you don't follow it that much which then you end up finding guys who you end up learning a lot about like you with Rashawn holmes like you just find these guys and then you're like oh yo okay like this guy isn't like that unknown like i figure out who he is kind of situation especially in the nba like there's not that many players per team so it becomes easier to figure out who these guys are but right now I'm in a fantasy football league. This oh, is boy. only my second year doing fantasy football. McGee, straight up, like I'm just going to say now, I have no goddamn idea what I'm doing. None. <laughs> so it's through Yahoo and I do the fantasy football. Okay, so last year, for context, we were recording something. I can't remember what we were recording, but we were recording and I get a text being like, yo, are you joining the draft? And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? The draft was going on that night. I thought the draft was a different night. So I just like pulled up my phone and was like recording and like kind of just picking random people as I went on. So I had a terrible team. I accidentally picked three kickers last year. Um, <laughs> my team went zero and five or like one and five or something like it was, t- it was terrible. It was because we started late in the season. So we didn't get like the whole year in. It was terrible. I got dummied. I also had the toughest schedule. Like I played the best teams, like the teams that were like in the semis. And then the two teams are in the finals just because you didn't play every team that was in the league. So I ended up playing the best teams. It was just the worst combination of shit. So this year I was like, all right, I'm going to get like kind of prepared here. I like, I've been listening to another podcast, pardon my take. I listened to uh, radio shows in Toronto and like hear what they're saying. So I'm like trying to get ready, listen to these interviews I'm like, all right, like, I think I'm going to pick like a pretty decent team draft finishes. I get a Yahoo grade back. I got a B on my draft and I was like, oh, or B plus. And I was like, oh, like that's decent. Well, I go and like, look at the league and it tells you like how everyone did. And I had the third highest like grade of my draft. So I was like, all right, we got like 12 guys in this league, I think. And I was like, all right, we're rolling. Like, I'm feeling pretty good to start here. Like I got a good, good draft underway. But yo, I start looking at this and I'm like, I don't, I, cause you have to set lineups and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who to put in, who to put out the worst thing that this thing can do. Cause it doesn't do it in NBA. It doesn't do it in the NHL is every week. It gives you projections of how many points your team is projected to get and what your percentage chances of winning. And I think I follow the projected points way too hard. I don't think I should be following them as much as I am. I feel like I should like just go off of like what I'm hearing in terms of the news and like who they're playing and stuff. But like, I'm following these projected points being like, yo, easy win this week. Like, let me tell you right now, this matchup that I have. So part of the problem is I have two guys, my quarterback, Lamar Jackson, my kicker, Justin Tucker, and my defensive unit, Baltimore, they play tomorrow. So like, I'm not getting any of those points. And I have three games that started like five minutes ago, Yeah. but my team has 58 points and I'm losing because the team I'm playing against has a hundred. The projected points that I have is 123 and the projected of the other guy is a hundred. And it says my percentage chance of winning is 83%. So basically sitting here right now, McGee, one, though. yeah. So basically sitting here after this, I'm like, yeah, in the bag. Like I got this week locked up yeah. and I'm probably just going to end up losing it. Like somehow I'm just going to end up losing it despite the projections. So yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing heavily too, but then I'd always find that I'd be like, Oh, this is an easy week, easy week. And then I, my team would just come up short. And yeah. I realized that I'm bad games. I'm like, wow, those projections really sewered me. 
that's what I'm essentially looking at right now of like, this may not go so well for me. And I followed the projections too. So like, take this in. I have <laughs> my running back. One of them was projected like 12 points. And then the other one was projected like 11. So I just started the guy who's going to get 12. He got nine points. And the guy that I sat got, um, I got 21. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, tough. Like that's just a tough go on the running back end there, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll, update it next week of what my record is and whether I won or not. But yeah, it was, uh, it's weird because like, I don't really know that much about football. And so now yeah, I've got like red zone so going more, like, like stat categories. You got to figure out like what, like what points are worth on defense versus offensive statistic categories. Like, yeah. And then you need to know, like, cause in the NHL and the NBA, it's like, it doesn't really matter what the matchup is, like who they're playing because they'll play multiple games a week and you're just like, Oh, if this guy scores points, like he's going to score points. Yeah. It's like, oh, Whereas, it's like they're against a shitty defense this week. So <laughs> yes. Or, the or it's player. like this team could be shit, but they like, they always shut down tight ends. Yeah. So then you have to like take your tight end out and put in another tight end, even though this team gets blown out every week, it's like the tight ends do nothing against them. So you have to like, look at all these like individual matchups and it's like, Oh my god, this is too much for me. Like every week, you feel like the uh, the seventeen year old GM from the uh, Danbury Trashers. Yeah, basically, I'm AJ Galante. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what I'm doing. Strictly based off of Madden and Google. That's pretty much it. Did you watch that documentary? I, you know what, I didn't finish it. I started it, and then I got tied up or had plans or something. Uh, and then, but I, I'm planning on finishing it tonight after this episode, but I got like, halfway okay. through, I'd say, and it's crazy. It's crazy. Eh? Like it's, it's nuts. nuts. Yeah. yeah. What a doc what though. It's, it is a good one to watch. That's for yeah, sure. I love when they just do interviews with the players. Like some of the guys are just like absolute nails. Yeah, dude. Their faces are huge. Their noses are all busted up. Their hands. Scary guys. Yeah. It, it is. A good, it's a good doc though. And like, um you'll have to wait till you see when you get to the end but like the whole just like how it all unfolds and like all these guys because the danbury obviously like it's not a secret like they obviously lose their team based on the the nature of the situation (laughs) yeah um but like when it just like unfolds like getting to watch how it all goes down and stuff is pretty cool and then like actually the guy, AJ Galante, he actually seems like a pretty like level-headed, like smart guy, given the fact that he was raised in like a mob family. Mm-hmm. So like, you'll actually end up getting to see that play out, but it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, right now I don't like, I don't see that. He just kind of came in laughing about like, because when he was first introduced, so he kind of yeah. seems like a meathead, but like, I think that's just how they, oh, he's definitely a bit, a bit of a meathead, like hundred percent. And when they show him as a kid, oh, full meathead, like full when meathead. He's a kid. He's like a little alien. He, he reminded me of one of those kids dancing in that like crazy frog video, you know, like, yes, he, yes. But he goes he really like past sp- that stage to when he gets to high school yeah. and he just transforms into like a gangster. Yeah. Then he transforms into like, yeah, weird, like hood man for no reason this guy was like the biggest nerd like hockey fan and then all of a sudden he just became like a gangster <laughs> yeah what? he just got to high school and was like i need to be a savage and just i like, need to be the opposite of how i am right now <laughs> yeah yeah but he actually ends up turning into like you you like kind of respect it like you know what good for him like because he, he just what he out. does with the team like he figures it out and then he kind of like goes about his life like in a normal way and like yeah so it is pretty cool there but 
definitely a good good watch so if you haven't watched that yet make sure you go watch it he's gonna finish it tonight yeah. and then maybe next week we'll just recap what mcgee uh mcgee's feelings on the ending of the show ending of the episode me there is one thing there's not really much to talk about here but i needed to bring this up on the pod so barstool released like these this documentary covering Dion sanders and it's basically like it's basically like NFL's hard knocks, but for Deion Sanders, because he coaches an HBCU uh, college football team. Uh, it's Jackson State University. But I was like trying to follow along and I, I haven't started watching it yet. It's a series on YouTube. I'll probably end up watching that maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, whatever. But um, I found on <laughs> Deion Sanders' Instagram, his kids' names are Deion Sanders Jr., and Deandra Sanders. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not like much going on here, but I needed to bring that up to you just of like, what the hell? That's like Dion Jr. Is his wife and, cool with this? Like, yeah, well, I wonder what her name is. Yeah. Oh my God. We gotta Google. I'm going to Google that right now. But yeah. I just thought that was nuts. So I wanted to bring that up with you. There was something else, man. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like people, because we talked about people who um, have jobs where your job is like, you're the guy who names FBI files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another job that I found this week that I was like, that is an interesting job to have. Like, that's a crazy job. Trying to remember what it was. I think it might've been like, Oh, I remember what it was. It got brought up. Do you remember the whole story about how Sean McVay from the Los Angeles Rams had the hold him back guy? Yes. That was the other job where I heard about it. And I was like, what a wild job to end up having. It's just some beef monster who Sean McVay has on the sidelines. Cause Sean McVay, like, I guess he's the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. I guess he sometimes loses track of where the sidelines are and like starts to walk towards the field. And he has some guy that he hires to just grab him and pull him back from the sidelines. <laughs> I feel like that's so unnecessary. Just like con- control yourself. Well, how do you even get yourself into a position to get that job? Do you think? Probably you just like his boy for he like a long be, time. He could be his friend for a long time. He could just like call a local club and give me somebody who's just a big body who can knows how to move people. But imagine that though, like you're just like a security guard or a bouncer at like the local LA club, the local like Chuck's probably, Roadhouse. Yeah, and then like you get a call from the Los Angeles Rams and they need you to hold back the head coach. Yeah, he's probably set for life. Like anywhere Sean McVay goes, like this guy goes with him now. Yeah, that's crazy. Because there's no way like Sean McVay goes to a new team if he does. And then he's just like, yeah, I'll just pick somebody from here. Like he's going to be like, yeah, I trust that guy. Like I've never gotten a penalty with him as my hold me back guy. <laughs> like that guy's set for life now. Best in the game. He has, he's made a good connection. And I just like to take it, rewind it back a little bit to, uh, to the, the name situation with Dion and whatever. That's, that's not too different than Will Smith's children. Because what is his wife's Jada Pinkett Smith and the son's Jaden. Right. His name is Will, and his daughter's name is Willow. Right. I never even yeah. thought about that. Yeah. So they just wow. That's situation. never crossed my mind. Wow. Good for them. They you know that's kind of the Will Smith Jr. Like, yeah. But that's like kind of self praise. You know, it's like, oh, like we're we're good enough to name 
our own children after us. I don't know. Have like, you ever, you know what I just thought about? Have you ever heard of a girl being a junior? A junior? Like like my mom being like Andrea Jr. If her, mo- her, her mother yeah. was named Andrea or my grandmother? Yeah. No. Because like I don't know any girls who's named after their mom or yeah, like maybe, in some way named after um, the dad. Yeah, maybe it's just like a, a male ego thing. Just to like keep the name going. Keep the name going. Like, yeah. Do what I never did, son. Be <laughs> proud. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. That's kind I of never heard of thing it. to like look into because I, I could see it. You know what? Maybe junior just has to be a, a, maybe just like men only thing. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it. All right. Well, at this point, yeah, McGee, I want to get into uh, Mad Libs. Damn. While you're searching this up, I put a bunch of links in the doc. I don't know if you open them up here. McGee and I struggle a little bit with our uh, knowledge of the English language. So I've got, <laughs> I have for every time we do this now, I have links for verbs, nouns, and adjectives. Um, so I'll give you a minute to pull this one up. I'll tell everyone the title later, but this one does fall under the category of comedy on the website that I found this one on. It has four out of five stars and it's been played over 6,000 times. Wow. It's not that long. It's got a, a bunch of plugins here, but I think part of it, the fun here is actually picking the plugins to go in here. So let's get into, uh, let's get into some Mad Libs. All right, first one here, McGee, adjective. Okay. I'm going um, amused. Okay, nice, nice. Okay, amused, that's the one. Noun, plural, a plural noun. Okay, um, plural noun, let's go um, moose. Okay. Adjective. Uh, prickly. Nice. Noun, virus. Oh, nice. Plural noun. Oxen. <laughs> Adjective. Bright. Unusual. Oh, which, which one you want to go? Which way? Bright. Bright? Yeah. I, bright. I think. Okay, okay. Verb. Drove. Noun. Two nouns in a row here. Alumnus. Uh, and another noun. Part of body. Elbow. Location. Laurier. Street lights. <laughs> <laughs> Street lights. Plural noun. Lives. Full name of a person. Pavel Beret. And then to close it out, two verbs here. Bite. And drank. All right, here we go. Before you begin, I just think this is going to be a good one. I got a lot of faith for this one. Okay. This one is called How Not to Be Like Justin Bieber. Do you want to succeed in life? It's amused. Follow these simple moves. Step one. Don't wear prickly makeup that makes you look like a virus. Step two, do not swear at oxen. It will land you in a not so bright position. Step three, do not do drugs. It will drove you, <laughs> it will drove your alumnus. 
<laughs> Step four. Do not wear glitter glittery ugh. do not wear glittery purple outfits if you are an equipment. Please, for our elbow. Step five. Do not be an idiot. Stay in streetlights, kids. <laughs> Step six. Don't call people beached whales. It is unattractively rude. Step seven. Don't sing really high, please. Step eight. Don't make people think that you are Hannah Montana with a new voice. Step nine. Do not call fans lives. Step 10. That haircut only works on Pavel Bure. Don't even bite. Now, you drank. <laughs> That's, you know there you go. That's how not to be like Justin Bieber. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not how I thought it would go, I was, was going to go. No, same. I didn't, I didn't even click on this one ahead of time. I just saw there's good reviews on it. It wasn't too long. 10 steps. I didn't even know it was in this format of like steps and stuff. Yeah. So ends up working out. I think the music that gets put over it ends up uh, livening things up a little bit or put it on the, yeah. in the episode and make it yeah, a little I more energetic. I feel like but... a lot of it was like pre-written. Uh, yes. Like, but in, in like a joke format, it's like they tried to be funny for us. Yeah. Cause we didn't, they didn't let us naturally. Stuff. No, they didn't let us naturally take over. Yes, I think they tried to slip their own comedic wisdom in there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I don't, I don't know if it hit. No, I don't think yeah. it did either. <laughs> yeah, that one was not my favorite Mad Lib, that's for sure. But still a good one. Still knowledgeable in terms of how not to be the, uh, Justin Bieber. So it's always good to pass along that sense of uh, wisdom to the fans. Yeah. M- McGee, episode 96. Been a pretty good one so far. Been a bit of a tiring weekend for you i'm sure you got oh. classes starting tomorrow right yeah classes starting tomorrow all i want zach is just to to get back into the old swing of things just get back into that routine and um just chill the hell out for a while yeah fair enough well mcgee episode 96 it's been a good app got a couple more to go until we get to 100 two more until the great one where we just honor wayne gretzky for basically an hour we'll just talk about how incredible he is <laughs> and how much we love him um but mcgee your final year of school you start classes tomorrow it's exciting you finished the 10-day bender the never-ending banger it's been an exciting one being a good Thank episode i'll hand this one over to you to close this one out thanks zach I uh, yeah, ninety six is in the bag. I hope everyone has a safe, happy, and healthy final year of school, or just a year of school if you're not uh, in fourth year. Enjoy it; it goes by quickly. Uh, you know what helps pass the time though? Listening to lads in lawn chairs. So catch us next week, same time, same place, same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and ladettes. Cheers. Cheers.